as one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Into the republic for which it stands. The Democratic National Committee is located in the Watergate office building. The burglars forced a stairwell door, then taped its latch open. Well, I'm not a crook. I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. One nation under God. This is as close as we can get to the base of the World Trade Center. And you can see the two towers, a huge explosion now raining debris on all of us. We better get out of the way. Good Lord, there are no words. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Title IX, the landmark civil rights law. It marked a watershed moment for women's rights when it passed in 1972. And the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade. Legal Anatomy of Current Events, preparing for launch. Legal Anatomy of Current Events, launch sequence started. D-16, IU green to go, propellants pressurized. T minus 15, legal anatomy of current events. SC ready and green to go. T minus 14, FOS ready, green to go. T minus 12, S1C fuel tank pressurized. T minus 11, SC green to go. Legal anatomy of current events, green to go. T minus 10, internal power, green to go. LES ready for ignition. T minus 9, 8, 7. We have ignition. Five, four, commit for launch. Green, three, two, one. We have liftoff. Repeat, we have liftoff. Legal anatomy of current events, all for you. Now on the air, target locked. Good morning, America. Welcome to Legal Anatomy of Current Events. I'm Gary Bell. Along with Brad Pollock, our law firm is out of Denver, Colorado. It's called Bell and Pollock. We have offices in Denver, Colorado, and Steamboat Springs. And we're glad to bring you this show to give you the legal breakdown of current events in our country. We give you the legal analysis so that you have the information you need and want to make up your own mind on all of these current events. This is a non-biased show, non-partisan show, but we cover very hot topics, and that, that's why we give you the information that you're looking for, the breakdown. We call it anatomizing your mind, legal anatomy of current events so that you can have the information, you can make up your own uh, mind, and you can be informed, and you can be educated legally on all these current events. We have all these news events in our country, and so we try to take uh, the important ones and break them down for you. And in the news, in the news, have you ever been on a cruise? Have you ever thought about going on a cruise, right? We have the Holland American cruise lines out of Seattle, and we have this tragic, very tragic float plane crash going on an excursion out of that cruise ship. So when you go on a cruise and you go on a cruise ship, and you think about it. If you've booked one, you know what happens. You get all kinds of inf information, right? You get it online. You maybe get it in writing. You maybe get it both ways. You get information about excursions. What are these excursions about? Think about it. You're going to go on a ship, and all of a sudden, you're going. Everybody's going to be excited. Maybe you're going to your family. Maybe your spouse. Uh, maybe your boyfriend, your girlfriend. It doesn't matter. By yourself. It's a, it's an exciting moment, and they pitch these excursions to you, right? I mean, maybe go, hey, go ziplining. Go watch the bears. 
in Alaska, right? Go scuba dive. We'll give you an introductory course on scuba diving. It's an excursion, and it's fine. It's fine, and everybody's happy until the unthinkable occurs. And then we all need to know the legal breakdown, the legal analysis, because I promise you, and my law partner, Brad Pollack, will promise you that you, the unthinkable happens and you make a claim and everybody runs for cover. Nobody knows anything about these excursions. Nobody's connected. Nobody's responsible. Nobody has any paperwork. Nobody has anything. And then there's all kinds of disclaimers. So, Brad, let's talk about the, the fact that you got these cruise ships. And let's start, let's start with a general proposition that these cruise ships always take the position you know, when the unthinkable happens, the disaster happens like the Alaskan plane crash, float plane crash, and we're going to get into that more in a minute. But when that happens, they always take the position that these people are not connected to the cruise ship, they're independent contractors, and we're not responsible. Yeah, they, they do take that position, and it, sometimes it takes a little delving in to find out what's going on. Uh, you you wonder why do they advertise or promote a particular company over another company? If there's more than one company that can supply the service, uh, what's the relationship between the cruise ship and um, uh, the cruise ship company and the uh, the excursion company that's supplying the the extra? Uh, uh, service that you're getting, what's the relationship that causes them to be on the cruise ship itself or to have their pamphlets on the cruise ship or to be included within the literature? Uh, and how does that relationship work? Uh, what kind of disclaimers are there? There's going to be a lot involved in trying to unwind who's got what responsibility and what liability. But, you know, what's the first thing you do, uh, anybody listening or, you know, get, they wants to volunteer information, what's the first thing you do when you uh, get yourself involved in any kind of trip anywhere? Uh, I don't care if you're going to a hotel in, in Mexico. I don't care if you're going to a, a, a particular event that's in, let's say, France. I don't care if you're uh, going to watch the, the Olympic trials in, in some, some country or if you're going on a cruise ship. Uh, you get yourself tied into, first of all, uh, the major hotel or resort area or cruise ship or whatever, and you take a look at their um, information. Uh, a lot of those places will have somewhere where you can walk in and get yourself tied into another activity, an excursion off the premises or off the boat, and you're, or you walk into the hotel or you get on the cruise ship, and there's advertising from those excursion companies. And why do they get to have that as opposed to other companies? What, how about the companies that aren't uh, advertising that provide the same service? Uh, what's the what's the the pull, or why would you want to spend money getting yourself tied into the cruise ship and getting yourself in good favor with the cruise ship just to be able to uh, you know advertise on their boat? Well, there's something going on. You usually figure there's something going on. Right. I tell you what. And at the end of this podcast, we're you know at the, usually at the end of our podcast, we we give you our. Uh, uh, American idiom of the day and our quote, we're going to still going to do that, but we're going to give you kind of a mental checklist of what you do if you're going to go on a cruise and you're going to go on one of these excursions and how you can do what you can do to maximize your protection. Uh, because as we break down this Alaskan, uh, Holland American, Alaskan float plane tragedy, you're going to see the legal effects of it. And we're going to anatomize your mind on the legal effects, and you're going to look at it. You're going to look at excursion trips differently when we're done with this podcast, and you did five minutes ago. I promise you, you're going to look at excursions differently. Look, 
You well, get on. Well, first of all, yeah, yeah. You know, get an identification of what an excursion is. What do we mean by well, excursion? Okay, you you get on the board. You get on the board of the ship, or you get your preliminary before you're on the ship. Before you leave Denver or Georgia or Atlanta or Seattle or wherever you're going to go, come from. They send you stuff and promotional materials. Excursion might be a zip. Hey, on this on this cruise, we're going to have a zip lining. A zip lining excursion. You can sign up for that. We can sign up to go see the bears. You can sign up to go watch whales. You can. Um, hey, we're going to let you tube down the river. You can. You can go tubing down the river. We're going to give you excursions or trips out in the country in a in an open air jeep. So Whether that's what I'm talking about. So what we get is is that I go home to my wife and kids tonight, and I say, "Great thing, kids. We're going to go on a a cruise ship." And we're going to cruise all around the, the, the ocean somewhere, let's say, by Mexico. And we're going to do all this cruising. We're going to be on a cruise ship. And my wife and kids say, that's great, but that's not enough. Because you get on a cruise ship, it gets boring after a while. I yeah, mean, hey, Dad, what are we going to do? You're floating around. And you say, what do you do? And you got a pool on the cruise ship. And you say, well, that's great. we got a pool. But the question is, that's not enough. Uh, you know, could have stayed home and gone to a local place, to, you know, local pool. No, that's not enough. So what do we do? And, you know, almost out of necessity, they know, the cruise ship knows, everybody knows that you're going to start booking other things. You're going to go, you want to go fishing somewhere. You want to go scuba diving somewhere. You want to go jet skiing somewhere. How about an introductory course in scuba diving? You that's know, right. You just go to 20 feet, 20 feet of water. Right. How about an intro course? Or we're going to get on the jet skis, or you're going to get a, a seaplane that's going to take you to oversee something. or they're, they're, it, Because just being on the cruise ship is not enough. And they know that because, uh, you know, Envision, everybody envision being on a cruise ship for seven days. And if all you did was be on the cruise ship and your choices were to go to all their shops and spend more money buying their shopping center stuff or sitting around the pool or sitting around the table where you eat and drink. I mean, some of those cruise ships are like floating shopping malls. I mean, and then they got, they've got, some of them have casinos and going to do that. But always there's the lure, the allure and the lure of more. An adventure, and let's go on an excursion. That's what the, that's what we're talking about. Excursions, exactly. So, right. So this this Alaska, we're going to use that as the example. But there's many types of examples, and the law we're going to teach you today applies to all these excursion trips and all these cruise lines, right? Because the devil's in the details and the fine print, and they're going to give you fine print. So in the beginning, Brad, if there's a tragedy like there was in Alaska, and this float plane crashed into a cliff, cliff when they were out. On an excursion, an afternoon, I mean, excuse me, a daily excursion, and they were going to go see the um, Misty Fjord National Monument. Hey, come with us. You're going to see snow-capped mountains. You're going to see crystal clear Alaskan lakes. You're going to see some wildlife. And then, boom, they hit the side of the mountain and, and people are dead. And then somebody's going to pay for it. And then you're going to look into the fine print. So at the, remember, at the end of this podcast, we're going to use some tips. If you're going to go on the cruise line, you're going to go on excursions, what you need to do. I mean, this is not a, not a 100% foolproof situation, but we're going to educate you. So, Brad, back to the independent contractor. The cruise ships always say, well, the zip lining company you went with or the float plane company you went with were independent contractors. They're not our employees. We're not responsible for them. We're very, very, very sorry this tragedy happened, but we're not responsible or liable. Right. If we're starting at the beginning, then we're starting at the beginning of what's the relationship between the excursion company and the boat and the cruise ship. 
And, you know, if we really start at the beginning, we start at the beginning of the paperwork you get from the cruise ship that tells you what country, uh, or, or what country's laws are going to apply, what the jurisdiction is if you want to bring a lawsuit. You know, where, where are you picking up this boat, uh, this nice, nice cruise ship? Where are you getting on it? What laws are going to apply with respect to any claims you may have against it? Uh, and obviously, nobody's going to stop and say, well, before I do it, I'm going to go check out all the laws. I want to check out the laws of that particular country to find out what's going on. Not going to be happening. So, you know, you got you got to hope some of these l- rules and laws that we talk about today are going to be things that can uh, make their way into any argument that's going to be out there. But as soon as I say that, I can tell you that, you know, y- you're, when you're getting on a cruise ship, a lot of times you want to know where that cruise ship has come from and what laws they're applying to your particular right. trip. I mean, if you want to trip down to the Galapagos, uh, you're going to go to Ecuador. Uh, hello, Ecuador law. Hello, hello, international law. Hello, maritime law. But l- let me give you an example. And this is going to be a simple example for you. And it's, clear, it's going to clearly identify the legal issue, independent contractor versus employee. Because uh, the cruise lines always say we're not responsible. We, <laughs> they're not our employees. That air, air float, uh, the airplane company's not our employee, we're not responsible for it. So think about this. If you want to paint your house and you hire a um, contractor, painting contractor, and the painting contractor backs out of your driveway, had to go down to the store or whatever, backs out of your driveway and hits a pedestrian walking on the sidewalk. Would you think you as the homeowner are responsible or liable for that? No, you wouldn't think so. So that's the simple example of how these cruise lines come in on this independent contractor. You would say the painter, my house painter is an independent contractor, not my employee. I'm just paying them a set price. They do their job and I'm not responsible for him backing up his van into uh, Mrs. Jane Doe. And so that's the way that, that's the way that works. There's a simple example for you. So Brad, let's get down to this. I mean, this. The, the, you have to look at the details. And I said three times now, we're going to give you the tips, but I'm going to give you one of them right now. If you're going to go on a cruise and you're going to go on an excursion, you almost, you almost are going to some kind of excursion. So you must start collecting all the information that you get from the cruise line. They collect the information on the internet, on their website, and you're going to collect the paperwork. Because the fine print when you turn it over is going to say we're not responsible, but there's another way to there's another way to go at this. Well, you always want to collect that and save it. Put it in your trip file that you're going to put in your desk drawer and you're going to have for the next 15 years so you can look back and say, oh, look at that. We went on a trip back then and look at all these flyers we had and all these great things we had. And you safely did your cruise and safely did all your excursions and everything was wonderful. Um, and you, you save it for the memories or maybe you save it because you just collect things and you can't throw them away. And that's what you keep in your drawer, in your desk. And, you know, pretty soon it turns into a file cabinet. Then it turns into a storage unit. And next thing you know, you're about 80 years old and you've got all the stuff that your kids get to clean out. But at a minimum, no, at a minimum, save it for that trip yeah, and, get, and save it in advance for that trip. Right. Getting off to the side of that, uh, you want to save all this stuff to begin with until at least the trip is over and you're all back home safely. Now, that's that's for sure what you want to do. And, you know, I can I can tell you I've seen this this work in, in many things you do, not just on a trip. Uh, it can work in if you're buying something, uh, if you're buying a boat or if you're buying some kind of paddle instrument or something else, uh, you want to save all that instruments, uh, all those things that you're going to put on the water, save all the advertising you got for them because it could be important later on. 
when they don't work out and you're trying to deal with somebody who's significantly injured or dead. Or dead. How, how about this? Think about this, everybody. Think about this. Don't you think when you book a cruise with any cruise line, we're not picking on anybody. Don't you think when you book a, crew, book a cruise, they want you to sign up for excursions? Don't you think they say something to you along the way that kind of lures you and leads you to believe they're kind of behind this company, right? And they're kind of vetted, they vetted this company. I'm going to give you another simple example. Think about this. You live in an apartment complex, right? That apartment or condo homeowners association, they hire somebody to do the lawn or the maintenance. They knock on your door. Knock, knock, knock. Maintenance, maintenance. You open the door. He's got a uniform on. You don't know this person is a convicted sexual abuser. They had a duty to vet that person and tell you and not put them in, in your harm's way. So don't you really think when you get on a cruise ship that kind of the same thing's happening? You know, don't you think? And some of them even have booths over there. You get on the cruise ship and there's a booth over there. Excursion X, Excursion Y, Excursion Z, uh, you know, trained representatives. Representatives of these companies are available right here. They can sell you tickets now. And sometimes when you book a cruise, book it in advance with us, the cruise line online, because we'll guarantee you you get on the airplane ride. We'll guarantee you a spot. We'll guarantee you what is all, well, all these misrepresentations or representations. They also guarantee that if you use this company, we'll be here when you come back. Yeah. Because nothing's worse than getting yourself on an excursion that is not hooked in with the boat, with the cruise ship. And you go on that excursion, and they're not waiting for you. If you don't get back in time, the the, the cruise ship has gone bye-bye, and you're sitting there with the excursion company. So, you know, it, a lot of it is some of the perks that go with picking their particular excursion company. Now, is the cruise ship getting a kickback, getting any kind of money, getting anything in return for be, being tied into that particular excursion company? Uh, it, it, you know, you, you presume it is. I mean, no, most people wouldn't have an objection to that. Oh, I don't mind the fact that if that excursion company is 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 advertising on the the cruise ship and has a relationship to make the cruise ships make sure it's going to wait for me, uh, so I get back in time to get back on it in case I get uh, stopped somewhere in case I get something that holds me up. I don't mind the fact that they may be getting five percent or ten percent of my ticket price. It doesn't bother me at all. Uh, it may be something that's very important to you, though, when the litigation breaks out. It, it may very well be. And, th and also think about this. I mean, they got, as I said, they've got desks on the cruise, cruise ship. You get on, you can sign up there. You can sign up in advance. Okay? The details. What we're trying to teach you in this part of the show is the details of what got you there, what lured you there, what made you sign up for any excursion or that excursion. Save them in a file. Because there are lawsuits that said that the cruise ship misrepresented or led us to believe this was vetted. Like, vetted like the person that knocks on your door in the condo company. They vetted them. That they're safe. They have a good track record. They got great pilots. They got great boat boat drivers. They've got great people driving their driving their open air jeeps. It leads you to believe that. So how are you going to prove that in the end? You're going to save this material. You're going to save the website, right? I'm going to give you a couple examples here of cruise ships of what they say and do. Okay, think about this. Here's one from Celebrity Cruises. Invites the public to quote. Discover the heart of the destinations with our knowledgeable, our, our knowledgeable and experienced guides. Excursions are planned by insured partners who adhere to the highest safety standards in the industry. That's a representation. I'm going on that. That trip. makes you want to sign up. I'm ready. Our, our knowledgeable and experienced guides. 
And when the lawsuit breaks out, they said, they're not our guides. They're somebody else's guides. Sign me up. No, wait you, a minute. You didn't, read the, you didn't read the fine print on the back of the ticket or the, or the internet, or you didn't read all that stuff. You mean to tell me when my child gets lost in, uh, because one of the guides didn't do the right job? that I can't carry out any kind of litigation for the injuries that my child has when we finally find my child because I can't, I can't sue the cruise ship. And I find out that that experienced excursion company and the guide have nothing. They have no assets. There's they have no, no there's insurance. There's no insurance on the excursion company. They don't have it. Even and, though it says insured, yeah, but they don't insured. really have insurance. No. Then that's what I find out. I don't, I can't do anything. Or they don't have very much insurance. And look, the, look, when you look at these additional terms and conditions, I've got a copy right here. They have a limitation of liability, naturally. They have terms and conditions if you want to get in the spa. They have terms and conditions if you want to go to dinner. And always remember that. Everybody listening to this show right now, I want you to think, when you hear a company say, or they say, use this company, they're, they're insured, how much insurance clicks through your mind? Does, does 5000 go through, or does 500000 go through, or does a million go through? How much insurance do you think there is? Because it doesn't say how much there is. No. So, so you may be dealing with a $5,000 policy, but, which but, isn't going to get you very far. But this one gets me. Our knowledgeable, our knowledgeable people. Okay, that was just, so that's why we're saying, we're teaching you right now, legal anatomy. Come on, anatomizing your mind. You take your family on a cruise, get the paperwork, get print it all, print it all, put it in a file, brochures, take pictures when you get on the cruise line of the ships, the desks over there, desks XYZ, want to go on an excursion over here, over there, right? And and, and I, I know we're sticking this to the, the excursions from, from these kind of boats and these kind of rides and what we're doing on cruises, but for every time you hear us talk about a cruise, Think about hotel. And every time you see we talk about somebody going off an excursion, think about getting the hotel concierge that recommends a particular company to you or where the hotel has flyers in your room or has a booklet in your room saying this is a company you can call for an excursion from the, the resort you're in to go do something because this can, this can bleed over. Believe me, there's, there's a lot involved in what you're doing um, and you've, you need to be able to understand what, what, you're, what, what you're getting into. Right. So, I mean, the law is very complicated here. I mean, we can, we can bore you all day long with negligence theories, strict liability theories, failure to warn theories. We're teaching you right now the anatomy of this. And the anatomy is, is when the tragedy hurts, happens and the impossible, the unthinkable, unthinkable happens, then they're not, going to, they're not going to step up. They're going to go to their terms and conditions. I've got some terms and conditions right here for fishing policy, helicopter weight policy, tour operators diving policy. Now, whose responsibility would it be to control the helicopter weight policy? I wonder. I mean, is it my job to say, okay, I want to do a combined weight of everybody to make sure the helicopter is not overweight? Spa terms and conditions. Spa but, terms uh, and uh, conditions. That, that'd be interesting. What, what do you do? What, what terms and conditions do you need for a spa to make sure it's not going to get too hot or too stuffy or you're going to be able to breathe when you're in the spa? I'm telling you what. Here's another one. Look at this one. Come on, you guys. Come on. You're listening to Legal Anatomy of Current Events, the only show of its kind. Gary Bell, Brad Pollack. We're here for you. We're out of Denver, Colorado. Listen to this. Norwegian provides a list of, quote, key benefits, end quote. Key benefits. Well, Norwegian is a great cruise line. If you want to go with them, get a copy of their key benefits. Put it in a file. Next one. There's another cruise ship. Remain unnamed. It says, we're ready? Dedicated pre-cruise and onboard specialists to help with tour arrangements. Dedicated. But they're not responsible for anything if that tour they booked for you or they led you on to 
if that goes south. Right. Another then, one. Yeah. Then, they, then there's no responsibility. No responsibility. Those those people that they turned you on to are independent contractors, and it's your responsibility to recover for them from them for the injuries that you experienced, or that your loved one experienced, or your family member experienced, or God forbid the death of that. Per- yeah. God forbid. Person. Uh, here's another one. One stop shopping for all ports. Here's another one. You're going to love this one. Insured tour operators offering peace of mind. Okay. So think about this. There there are cases on the books. I mean, a couple of cases. One where I think it was a Jamaica uh, open air Jeep ride. Well, they they were going and and then all of a sudden you got some banditos in the middle of the road with with automatic rifles and they shoot people. Now, a lot of people would be going, how would you expect the hotel or if a cruise ship sent you on that, how would you expect them to be responsible for that, Gary? I mean, come on, let, let's make sense of this. They can't control where them banditos are going and what they're going to do as far as robbing you or stopping you. Right. So what you do, the devil's in the details. You gather all the information because they might be, I'm not saying they are, but they might be misrepresenting this to you. Okay. They might be misrepresenting and leading you to believe. And then what? there was one case that we, we, we cover, uncovered in preparing for our show where they this had happened before. There were previous robberies. But here you go on an open-air Jeep. Have a nice time touring the sand hills of Jamaica. Yep. You, go, you go to a, a hotel, and you, you never think about this when you're going on their, their tour, their Jeep tour. But to get to the hotel, you get off the out of the plane, you get out of the airport, you take a private a private trip to to the hotel. You go through these guarded gates. You realize the whole place is secured with with a fence and with borders and with and with uh, all sorts of uh, barbed wire and everything else. It doesn't look like that, but you realize it's secured. That's one of the things they advertise to you is it's protected, so the cartel can't come and hurt you, and nobody can hurt you. And then they hook you up with a tour company or with an excursion company to go explore the caves somewhere else and go ziplining off premises. And then what do they do? They just stick you in one of their little cars and say, head on out, or here's, here's somebody who's going to take you out there that does nothing to make sure you're going to have protections while you're going on your excursion. Right. Now, to be fair, there's a lot of very responsible uh, cruise ships out there. And they, they do try to warn people, and they do try to, to, to tell you about different things. But we're talking to uh, talking when the unthinkable happens, okay, and these, and these excursions. Look, look they, in, the, in the Alaskan lawsuit, which was filed um, just last year, okay, it's still in litigation. With the Alaskan lawsuits, part of their, their claim and their case was that they lured. They lured them into thinking this was part of the cruise ship. Well, let's this is on, part of the cruise ship. Let's get into that one a little bit. You let's know, go. We're, we've been going for Rock and roll. Let's quite go. a while here. Let's, let's get into this a little bit about what, what this was about. All right. <laughs> you give me that look. No, like, no, 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 who no, am no, I no. to be telling you let's go? <laughs> 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 let's talk a little bit about what happened on that thing. Okay. Well, you got, you got, a, you got an Alaskan float plane. If you've ever ridden in one, it's, it's quite interesting. But one thing that's come out in this lawsuit, in the Alaskan lawsuit, is part of the allegations are that they put so much, the cruise ships put so much pressure on their excursion operators because you have to do this excursion and you've got to go fly this float plane and weather might be bad. You might have to land the float plane in the water. I've done that before. And you might have to wait. But, but there's so much pressure on them. You've got to be back at 1,600 hours because this cruise ship is leaving at 1,600 hours, 4 o'clock, leaving. So there's a lot of pressure on some of these excursion operators to comply. That's why they're in business together. That's why they're hooked up together. Because the boat says, you, got, you can do this. We're going to send people your way. We're going to probably, probably take part of the price back. 
but you got to have them here. That Alaskan lawsuit says that it was a really cloudy, misty day, right? In the Misty Fjord National Monument area, there's a ceiling was 600 feet. It was cloudy. And there you're flying above 600 feet, you can't see, and boom, right into the cliff. And by the way, I've got to, I'm the pilot, and I got to be in a hurry to get back to the to to land to get the people on the in the vehicle to get them back to the cruise ship because they're going to depart at 1600 hours, four o'clock. That's part of the lawsuit. Another thing, all these cruise ships do the same same general things. This is where you're going to keep the details. This is where you're going to print it and keep it. This is going to be part of your proof. Because when they say to you, we're, those are independent contractors and we're not responsible, you're going to have the materials and, and the framework and the website. So all of them do are pretty, have common, pretty common practices. Number one, they all market these things on their website. Number two, most of them want you to sign up in advance and we'll guarantee you a seat, blah, 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 right? Sign up in advance. Most of them guarantee you seats or guarantee you a spot. Sign up now because you better have a spot. And when you get there, if you sign up in advance, there'll be no waiting, right? And we encourage you to do this early so that you don't miss out on the adventure of your life. So, Brad, they're saying in the Alaskan lawsuit that they were independent contractors. They're not our employees. We're not responsible for them. And we're so sorry. So, so five people got on that plane, and you had the you had the pilot, and that plane crashes into the mountaintop and or mountainside, and six people are dead. That's what we get the result from. That's what we got. And we had the the we, it appears the pilot was trying to come back um, through weather that maybe the pilot shouldn't have been in. Correct. That's to, it. That's one of the allegations to try and get there before the ship took off, which is interesting because one of the things the ships always advertises if you go on one of our excursions what you're going to get is you're going to get us waiting for you we won't leave port without you correct but what kind of pressure now is being placed on the excursion company to make sure they get back in time for what's supposed to be but for that ship to leave port on time such that you get a pilot that's flying back in weather that he probably shouldn't have been flying because it w- the weather was bad but the weather, but the pilot's pushing it okay so now and all this leads to questions of independent contractor pilot, independent contractor plane company versus the boat that says, okay, we, we put you on to our excursion company. We give you certain privileges based on you using that excursion company. We're not responsible for those decisions. But the question is, is should the cruise ship be responsible and should the people who lost their loved ones be able to get some kind of recourse against the the the, the the cruise ship that put them onto this particular plane. Now, you know, we can take an easy way out. In a way, it is an easy way out, but it can be the only way out is it's going to depend on the law, the jurisdiction, and what other facts you can prove and a a lot more that's going on. But the one thing I, I can say is don't you dare, if that happens to you in some form or fashion, don't you dare just think there's nothing I can do at the slightest statement of independent contractor, the slightest statement of we don't control what goes on and leave and say, oh, well, that's it. Exactly. And so when you go on the cruise ship and you go up to the desk, let's just say, and I'm making this part up, you go up to the desk of XYZ Excursion Company and you're on the cruise and they have a cruise ship t-shirt on and a name tag. And you kind of believe it's part of the cruise ship because they're kind of wearing an ID badge. And so this is all important stuff. We're talking to you. Take pictures, document it, grab their website in advance, get their paperwork, print it off, keep it in a file. The number one piece of advice Brad and I can give you, 
You go on a cruise ship and an excursion. You do all that things we've told you today. We anatomized your mind legally. That's what we do, okay? The number one thing when the unthinkable happens, you get yourself some good lawyers. But what you're going to go after, you're going to have all this stuff in your file, but what you're not going to have in your file and what you're going to go after legally in what's called discovery is you're going to look into the cruise ship's business model and practices. What do I mean by that? You're going to get the documents they have with that excursion company, the contract they have, were they getting paid money? Who was supposed to indemnify who? Who's supposed to protect who in case the unthinkable happens? And most importantly, in the Alaskan cruise ship case, it was discovered that the cruise ship said to the airline people, you're going to make us, the cruise ship, an additional insured on your, your policy. Which they darn should. They should. You know, and, and that should be it. They should make sure they are additional named insureds. But th- this can happen in a lot of different ways. You know, and I, you know... It, Somebody sells a a, a, a a Jeep trip up to a particular location that requires a Jeep to go along the, mount, the side of the mountain. And the, and the driver misses a turn, and next thing you know, that Jeep's falling down and tumbling over, and every person in the Jeep gets killed. It just happened in Colorado, in Uray, Colorado. That's exactly right. Exactly right. It just happened. So, you know, it, th- this can be anywhere, anytime that you have something like this happen. You've got to understand who you're dealing with, what the company is. But if that company is being promoted by the, the, the entity you're staying at, the resort you're staying at, at the, on the cruise ship, if it's being it, anywhere that, that they're being promoted that on some place that you're trusting them because you've selected it, you need to see what kind of coverage you've got, what kind of insurance there is. And you have to think the unthinkable of what happens if somebody doesn't come back. You do. The key, the key, and, uh, and on top of everything else we taught you, we anatomize your mind today. The key is look into the cruise line and the excursion company's business model and practices. And I mean by that, is it the business model of the cruise ship to get contracts with them? What do the contracts say? Is it a business model to become insured? What does that say? What do the policies say? What are the practices? And what kind of representations did they make you make to you to lure you and put your kids in an open-air Jeep or put your kids on an inner tube, on an excursion, on a cruise ship? What kind of representations? What made you do it? Save all that stuff. All right, you're listening to Legal Anatomy of Current Events. I'm Gary Bell along with Brad Pollock. We love bringing this show to you. We love anatomizing your mind. We call it legal anatomy of current events. And like we do at the end of every show, we're going to go through our American idiom. We like to have a little bit of fun at every end of every show. And we're going to go through a quote. Brad is the American idiom guy. So what do you got for us this week, Brad? Well, my American idiom is to lighten this up a little bit and okay. say, you know, we talked about cruise ships. We talked about going out there on the boats and, and, and enjoying the sea. One of the things you don't want to be is lost at sea. <laughs> and the question is, do you know what lost at sea means? And that's to feel confused about a situation and to not know what to do. And you don't want to be lost at sea. Lost at sea. <laughs> and so you got to make sure you, you've got some, take some of the advice we've given you so you're not lost at sea. I think, I think I'm lost at sea when I try to cook, but <laughs> I mean, whatever, that's a, that's a kitchen. Yeah, situation. you are right. lost at okay. sea when you do that. <laughs> All right. My quote for the day comes from Babe Ruth. Come on, Babe Ruth. He, you know, he struck out a lot, right? He struck out a lot. So his quote was, every strike brings me closer to the, my next home run. Every strike brings me closer to my next home, home run. Okay. Legal anatomy of current events. We're glad to do it. We do it every week. We take the current events in our our country. It can be hot topics, political topics. We're a nonpartisan show. We break it down, give you the information you need, educate you, and you can make up your own mind once you hear the legal analysis and the legal anatomy. Gary Bell, 
Brad Pollock, our law firm, is Bell & Pollock. We're out of Denver, Colorado, and we created Legal Anatomy of Current Events to educate you, and we're glad to do it. See you next week.